bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hi everyone, I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming up onto this program, more Chinese cities rolled out supportive measures propping up ailing real estate sector, and China make net sales make up 60% of global share in the first half. Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. More Chinese cities are rolling up support measures and easing home purchase curbs as they follow through on the top leadership meeting held last month, which called for the optimization of property policies. An upturn in China's property sector, which has played a major role in fueling the nation's economic output, has been on a sluggish growth track over recent years. is expected in the second half of the year as restrictions are eased in more places propelling the recovery of the world's second-largest economy, experts noted. Zhengzhou, capital of central China's Henan province, unveiled a series of measures on Thursday, including easing curbs on home purchases, reducing the down payment ratio and cutting mortgage rates to prop up the ailing property market. The city of 12.8 million is the first big city to take the move with detailed plans to stimulate home sales, heeding calls for the central government. Among the 15 measures, 11 were directly related to home purchases, which addressed the market's primary concerns. The city's move indicated that a nationwide campaign to ease restrictive property policies and offer more support for the sector has begun, said Yan Yuejing, research director at Shanghai-based e-house China R&D Institute. Nanjing, capital of East China's Jiangsu province, on Friday announced eight measures to stabilize the local property market, including ease purchase subsidies. The housing market has widely welcomed these policy adjustments, and observers expect that second-tier and even first-tier cities will follow suit. Beijing, Shanghai, Guangzhou and Shenzhen, all of which are classified as first-tier cities, vow to make further efforts in line with their local situations to improve the property market, although no detailed measures have yet been announced. On Thursday, the People's Bank of China, the central bank, pledged to precisely implement differentiated housing credit policies, meet the reasonable financing needs of private real estate enterprises, and promote the sound development of the real estate sector. China's Ministry of Commerce on Friday announced an end to anti-dumping and countervailing duties on Australian barley import from Saturday, saying that it is no longer necessary to continue collecting duties on import of barley originating in Australia in view of changes in the Chinese barley market. Moving on to some regional highlights. The underwater construction of the main tower of the Xihomen Railway Highway dual-use bridge, a key project of the Ningbo-Zhoushan Railway, has recently started. It will be the world's largest highway and railway bridge with the longest span. The completion of the bridge will enable Zhoushan to connect to the National Railway Network, Media reported on Sunday. The bridge will span the Xihomen waterway, connecting Jingtang Island and Tezi Island of the Zhoushan Archipelago in East China's Zhejiang Province. Greater Bay Area, Greater Future. Experts from the Chinese Academy of Engineering reviewed on Saturday that Guangzhou, Shenzhen and Hong Kong are planning to design a maglev train with a speed of 650 km per hour. 
The maglev train plan aims to build a 30-minute traffic circle among the three cities and a 40-minute one among other cities of the Greater Bay Area, said Chen Xiangsheng, an academician at the Chinese Academy of Engineering. The passenger flow density of Guangzhou, Shenzhen, Hong Kong will reach 260 million people by 2035. Thus, a new high-speed project is a necessity to this area. Chen introduced four options for the Greater Bay Area maglev line, with departure stations at Guangzhou, including the Guangzhou Dong Railway Station, Zhujiang Newtown Station, and Guangzhou Railway Station. Hong Kong Financial Secretary Paul Chan said on Sunday that authorities have made considerable progress in luring IT firms to the city. Writing on his official blog, Chan said of the over 200 firms that the current term of government has already reached out to, more than 25 of them either already have or are preparing to set up or expand their operations in the SAR. These companies, including mainland-based Byron Technology, Horizon Robotics, and retail platform Demo, are together expected to invest over 17 billion Hong Kong dollars in the initial stage. Adding that they will create over 4,000 jobs in the city, mainly in scientific research or management positions. Next on industry and company news, sales of China-produced new energy vehicles reached 3.65 million in the first half of 2023, up 48% year-on-year and accounting for more than 60% of the global NEV market. First half global NEV sales grew by 45% year-on-year to 6.05 million amid the expiration of government subsidies in various countries, said Cui Dongshu, Secretary General of the China Passenger Car Association, on Saturday. Thanks to an advanced industrial supply chain, China produced NEPs made remarkable achievements in the first half, helping lift sales in both domestic and overseas markets," said Tsui. The 10th anniversary concert of Chinese boy band TF Boys is expected to have fattened bank accounts of video platform Youku, which had the exclusive rights to stream the event and energize the tourism industry of Xi'an. Netflix line Youku has not published any official sales figures, but based on media calculations, the platform earned more than 18 million yuan from a concert that was held in the central city yesterday. And as ticket sales began, hotel searches in Xi'an surged by more than nine times for the two days of August 5th and 6th, according to Trip.com. The number of orders doubled from a month ago. Moreover, fans were looking to visit tourist attractions in Xi'an as the number of ticket bookings increased by more than 38 times. Earnings reports express. 38 Chinese real estate companies, almost one third of the 116 developers listed on the Chinese mainland, are predicting they will run up a combined first-half loss of as much as 17 billion yuan as they subdue property market squeezes their profit margins and keep sales slow. They predict losses of between 12 billion and 17 billion yuan in the first six months, according to data provider Wine Information. Only 68 of these have released their performance forecast so far. Beijing Capital Development is bracing for the biggest losses at between 1.7 billion and 2.2 billion yuan, followed by Jinko Property Group and Yangu Group, with over 2 billion yuan each.
Overseas Chinese Town Group and China Fortune Land Development expect to each lose between 1 billion and 1.7 billion yuan, and another 10 companies, including Financial Street Holdings, will run up a deficit at between 100 million and 900 million yuan each. Switching gears to financial news, China's foreign exchange reserves rose more than expected in July. Official data showed on Monday, as the US dollar fell against other major currencies. The world's largest forex reserve rose 11.3 billion US dollars to 3.204 trillion US dollars last month, according to the PBOC. Meanwhile, the central bank continued a run of gold buying for the ninth consecutive month as its holdings of bullion rose by 740,000 ounces or 23 tons and total stockpiles sit at 2,136.5 tons at the end of July. The Shanghai Stock Exchange Star 100 Index, which tracks the performance of companies from China's Nasdaq-style SciTech Innovation Board, known as the Star Market, went online Monday. The index provides real-time information on the science and technology-focused equities markets. According to the SSE, the Star 100 Index selects 100 securities from the Star Market with medium-sized market capitalization and good liquidity as index samples. The State Taxation Administration of China on Sunday announced 20-day measures to facilitate tax payment and promote the development of the private sector, with focus on supporting SMEs and individual businesses. The measures mainly extend the duration of certain tax exemptions and further strengthen the implementation of preferential tax policies, ensuring the benefits of tax reductions reach enterprises directly. For example, taxpayers who, for various reasons, did not benefit from the extra tax deduction on enterprises' research and development costs during the July tax period, can still enjoy this policy in August and September. A quick look at the stock market. Chinese stocks closed lower on Monday, with the benchmark Shanghai Composite down 0.6% and the Shenzhen Components lit 0.8%. Hong Kong's Hang Seng Index barely moved today, while the Tech Index inched up 0.05%. Finally, a sneak peek at the Chengdu Thaizhou World University Games. China added four more gold medals so far on Monday at the Chengdu University 8. As of 5pm, Team China continued to rank first on the medal table with 92 golds, 38 silvers and 33 bronzes. Today, champion of men's platform final was taken by Huang Zigan, who additionally claimed the title in mixed diving team final with his partner Wang Weiying. China also won goals in both women's and men's diving team final. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.